going to do an episode about this, but it's timely for me, so here goes. My wife bought a new laptop for work, and it runs Vista. We'd been a Linux-only house for over a year, and hadn't found too many things we couldn't do on machines that didn't run Windows. Oh, a few games, maybe, or having to wait for up-to-date Flash support, that, that sort of thing, minor stuff. Really, it was a pleasure. Just knowing there was no Microsoft in the house was something I took pride in but no more. She needed to run a proprietary application for work, for which there is no FOSS equivalent that I could find, no active project anyway, and she wanted a new machine that was all her own. Well, this last part I can certainly understand because sharing a machine with the rest of the house can be a real drag after a while. But this special app, which is Windows only of course, well, I couldn't get it up and running under Wine, and she was unwilling to try a virtual machine or to dual boot, so that was that. I went through the options available, as I saw them at the time, and I mean there simply were none that'd keep us a Linux house. We actually had a couple heated discussions along the way, but, see, I'm the free and open-source software enthusiast here. My seven-year-old, who is virulently anti-Windows, don't know where he gets it, notwithstanding, it's just me. Mrs. Bronx doesn't care what she runs, so long as it runs what she wants. She's married to me, not to the free as in speech concept. As I've stated in other HPR episodes, FOSS is an inherently political statement, but only if you see it as FOSS. If you just see it as software, like she does, then all it needs to do is the friggin' job at hand. In fact, anything else gets in the way. I've seen her eyes glaze over enough times while I talk about software freedom to understand. I, I, I mean, I'm slow, but I get there and I get that. It's boring, at least the way I talk about it, apparently. And she's stuck with me. And you know, it's just not her thing. I mean, whatever. No biggie. And yet it was for me, at least for a while. Now, this all came down a couple weeks ago, maybe a month, month and a half at the most, and the machine works fine. It has a little trouble getting online with our wireless router sometimes, but only sometimes. Mostly, it just works, as that phrase goes, and it's reasonably fast for a two- or three-year-old refurb unit of modest specs. Can't complain about that, especially since I'm not the one running it, and I guess that's the point here. It's not my machine, not my call. For me, the freedom side of things, the superiority of the software side of things, these trump most other concerns in computing. If that proprietary application simply had to be used, and it was up to me, then I'd have gone another route, dual boot, VM, whatever I could figure out and make easy to use. But I came to FOSS in increments. I came to it by inches, not all at once. I learned about the software, uh, of course I'm still learning, and then I learned about the philosophies that drive it. It struck a chord, 
and I continued reading, listening, and using the stuff. But there's no denying that much of it is pretty esoteric. It can be damnably hard to wrap your head around, unless you're talking about practicalities. You know, like open standards, vendor lock-in, etc. I don't blame the average computer user for not getting free and open source software. We, we generally do a horrible job of selling it, truth be told. Now politicians, on the other hand, I do blame, since they're getting paid to understand sometimes complex issues, but that's episode fodder for another day. Regular folks, I give a pass. The philosophy of software freedom is bound up in elements of free speech, creativity, and reduced or non-existent monetary costs, all of which are good. But it's also composed of arcane terminology, sexism, a tendency towards social ineptitude, and computer-based criminality, none of which are good. And you can debate the accuracy of any one of the elements I've just mentioned till the crack of doom, but the sad fact is the user, new to free and open source software, is met at the door by all these things, or the accusation of them, and they don't engender love at first sight, even the good stuff. It's a sea change in attitude, and people, by and large, simply don't want new attitudes. It's work. And learning how to use machines that increase in complexity exponentially as new tech is introduced is more than just a pain in the ass, it's nigh impossible. I mean, keep in mind that HPR listeners are computer and technology enthusiasts. For some it's a hobby, for others a passion. For some it's a career, and for others just a job, and for many I suspect it's a combination of these things. Yet, FOSS, by and large, is our bag here. It's what we're into. If we weren't, all of this, the tech, the applications, the philosophies and politics, all of it would be as boring and impenetrable as hell. Think not? Find someone who's into something you don't like, something you know they know a lot about. Ask them to talk to you about the underlying issues or philosophies involved, but not to stop when you start showing signs of drifting. See how that feels. That's what Mrs. Bronx and a whole, whole lot of other people are enduring. To them, it's mind-numbing and technical and picky and to the point of inanity. It's esoteric yet containing of irritating practicalities. In short, it's not what they'd prefer to think about. And if it sounds like I'm a Vista apologist, remember, I need peace in my home. In other words, yeah, there comes a point when you have to live in the world. And sometimes the realization that it isn't a world of your making or choosing is hard. I liked having a Linux household, and that might happen for us again. But I'm a little more pragmatic now. If we can get what we want done with Linux, then fine. If not, well... Ah, no, I, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. I'm talking drivel. We had a Linux household, and now we don't, and that bugs the living crap out of me. I am living in a world neither of my making or choosing, and I wish it were different. Now that should be liberating. Practicalities, by and large, relieve one of the burden of choice. I mean, when your needs are imposed over or trumping of your convictions, you can proceed with a clear conscience. And yet, what can I have done differently when the decision isn't mine? Where do my obligations lie? I can't be held accountable for Microsoft's shortcomings, certainly, but is there more I could have done to make FOSS alternatives more attractive or fundamental to Mrs. Brock's? And the only answer I can come to and continually return to is no. She just wants it to work, which is impossible to fault and difficult to argue against. Oh, advocates often try when confronted by this sort of statement, 
but I have never heard a free software argument that invalidates the need for ease and expediency. Okay, money and security are good ones, but in our case, the money wasn't an issue and the security seems manageable. So what else is there? I mean, especially now that it's a done deal and she's happy with the machine and its software, looking for alternatives is just more false pedantry, even in my head. Try as I might, I can think of no compelling reason at this time for her to switch. Maybe someday, if and when her Vista install begins to crawl, it could be examined again as an option, but for the foreseeable future, the better solution appears to be the worse alternative. selfish reasons. I don't have anyone in the real world that I can articulate this sentiment and perhaps argument to. No one in my circle of acquaintances is a Linux or FOSS advocate, and increasingly I am one. No, I don't shake the tambourine. I, I hate that shit, and I'm certainly not accomplished enough to even preach to the choir, but it's important to me. Now, I'm not going to stand in front of the crowd on King Street and get mowed down for a cause. Don't get me wrong, I'm infinitely glad some people were willing to be, but I'm no zealot. Use what works, right? That's me. And yet, it bothers me, pure and simple. I wanted to overcome the software issues and stay in the freer part of the computing spectrum. A little, little thing. Without realizing it, free and open source software has come to matter. And I'm not sure I can adequately express how rare an occurrence that has been in my life. Things just generally don't. And don't ask me to qualify that. In fact, I really don't think you should need me to, since many of the smiles I've been treated to in my days have been vapid and expedient, and doubtlessly some of those were yours. Now that's entirely okay, because some of them were mine too. To be alive is to be practical. When you're not practical, you're that patriot guy, that zealot bleeding in the street. Forging a new world order, perhaps, but, uh, maybe missing dinner tonight. You're that asshole who used his ideals to bruise the heart, in however small a way, of one who cares. Ideally, the one who cares for him the most. Now, as Arthur Miller wrote denigratingly, the cats in that alley are practical. But if you'll pardon my boarding house for each credence saying, it ain't me. I'm not privileged. I'm no one special. I wasn't born to be special. I'm not Richard Stallman or one of his thralls. Admire them how I may. Now, yes, this is a lot of justification for a simple and simple-minded drama. But the plain fact is, all things accounted, there's nothing else to be done. 
Vista. Friggin' Vista. But there it is, because there's a need, a cry in the proverbial dark, which Foss, as yet, hasn't answered. Maybe someday it will, but will the call still be going out by then? Practicality being rooted in time and circumstance, after all. Will anyone care to create the one app we need? Because I'm telling you, if I were to do it, if I were to take the time to create such a project myself, assuming, which I do not, it was even possible, man, oh man, Ashevitz, the very technology it was written for would be long obsolete before it ever saw the light of day. Now, I'm just being practical here, but as you can see, it cuts both ways. I don't die in the street, maybe, but I'm not free. And that's a crap place to be. That's a crap place for a lot of us to be, because I'm sure as hell not alone in this. Many people who like or are interested or potentially could be interested in free and open source software are shackled to proprietary solutions to relatively common problems. Some of those are due to IT fear or ignorance, but I'm telling you, a lot of them, too damn many, are not. The solutions simply don't exist in FOSS. As a movement, we have made incredible strides, but we have a long way to go, and anyone who thinks differently is kidding themselves. Because my wife, Mrs. Bronx, who could give a rat's tight pink ass about software freedom one way or the other, took a good hard look at every single FOSS solution that I could dig up and what would be required to run them, and judge them all on their own merits. And that weird, meandering trail through free and open-source software applications eventually led to a closed, proprietary, and very expensive product running on Windows Vista. Not heaven on earth. Not by a long shot. But after all, and in the end, the best of all possible worlds. <laughs> Shot so high Don't you do it My sister is so light This has been Lost in Bronx You can contact me at lostinbronx at gmail.com That's L-O-S-T-N B-R-O-N-X at gmail Feel free to write and tell me just exactly how wrong I am and how important working through the challenges of free and open source software truly is, especially on projects and in professional environments that matter to the wider community. Because you know, I think I could stand to hear that sort of stuff right about now. Take care. Won't you please? I want you to please some more. Don't you tease? And I'll never let you go out that door. Mercy, mercy, I'm a lonely man Burn all night when the fire's fan I'm going hooked on you I'm going hooked on you Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.